to the ESL Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Yeva Grossless, otherwise known as Simply Yeva, and I am so thankful that you tuned in. I'm looking forward to sharing both my knowledge and experience on this podcast, as well as that of my fellow teachers. Hello, hello, everyone. Guess what is one of the most popular questions I get asked? Yep, It's what to teach newcomers, and more urgently, what to teach them first. I have a free Facebook group, and this challenge, what to teach newcomers, is one of the most frequently identified by the teachers who join it. I also receive emails from teachers around the world asking the same question. And so when I asked the members of my Facebook group, what would they like to hear about in my first three podcast episodes, sure enough, What to Teach Newcomers was right up there. Today's episode is going to be just that, the answer to the question, what do you teach your newcomer English learners first? I will talk about the three most important things you can teach them right away, and I hope you stick around to the end of this episode because I have something I'd like to share with you. Before I go into my tips, I wanted to share a simple story with you. It was a bright late August morning when I came to one of the schools that I work at. Right as I walked in the door, the secretary exclaimed, Thank goodness you're here. We have a new sixth grade student and it doesn't look like she understands what we're saying, nor can she say anything much in English herself. A familiar situation to me, I find my way to where the students are waiting right before they go into the building. There's the usual chatter of 5th and 6th graders, girls squealing, boys roughhousing a little, and duty teachers walking around attempting to ensure some sort of a lineup system before the students enter the school and the day begins. There she was, her body posture hunched. She was looking around timidly, not entirely sure what was expected from her, but very obviously uncomfortable. I walked up to her, uttered her name, and she immediately perked up. Maybe I was someone who could help her out, maybe even speak a language she understood. I still remember that day as vividly as it was yesterday, and I could probably tell stories of the first encounters with all of my new ESL students, beginners, newcomers, you name it. Long story short, I took her to a classroom where we could spend some time to get to know each other. I explained to her as well as I could with lots of gestures, pictures, but most importantly, confidently and with a smile, who I am, what I do, and what will happen next. It turned out that she had taken English classes in her native country and needed a bit of a jump start. She may have qualified as a false quote-unquote beginner, but an ESL beginner nonetheless. It also turned out that she was fantastically smart, had a fabulous work ethic, and just an all-around joy to teach. And while each student is different, the beginning of their school career in America may be similar. Uncertainty, insecurity, and overwhelm. Which brings me to the point of this episode. What do you teach your new ESL students first? Well, as simple as it sounds, introductions matter. Remember, your EL beginners need to know what's going on around them all day, every day at school. They also need to be able to express their basic needs. 
I saw a fantastic meme that described what networking is. If you've ever watched the movie The Princess Bride, you know the character Inigo Montoya, who is seeking to avenge his father's death by looking for a six-fingered man. He would rehearse his sword's fighting skills and how he would introduce himself, which went something like this. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Genius, if you ask me. First, the man introduced himself, then he provided a personal connection. You killed my father. Finally, he announced what is going to come next, that is, what the expectations for the further development or relationship were. Now, this may be just a funny example, this Inigo Montoya method, but it brings up quite a good point. An initial introduction only goes so far. Hello, my name is Yeva. What is your name? It is one and done, basically. But for a student who does not speak English to remember the name of the hundredth person they're meeting that day, it might take a bit to sink in. Therefore, here are a few tips on what you can do with your ESL beginners. Give them the relevant phrases they can reuse after they have introduced themselves, that is, phrases that help make a connection. I am a student in your class. I am new here. I am from XYZ country. Nice to meet you. Could you say your name again, etc. For example, hello, my name is Yeva. I am new here. Teach them to continue a conversation. Here are some phrases that will come in handy. I don't speak much English yet. Can you repeat, please? Tell me more, please. Show me a blank please. I am going to a location in the school. Thank you. Teach them a variety of greetings. Hello, how are you? How is it going? What's up? What's happening? Etc. These are going to be a great conversation about the difference in cultures and social expectations between you and your students. Because the simple question, how are you, can sometimes be confusing to English learners. I've had this experience myself when I didn't know how to respond. And just the other week, I had a student who was confused about this as well. Like, do I tell them how I am exactly? Is this an invitation to a deeper and longer conversation? If so, why does the person who asked this question not stop to listen for my response? How are you is just a longer form of a simple hello which does not require an elaborate response, and this is something your students might need to know. Of course, teach them a variety of responses. I'm well, thank you. I'm doing well, thank you. I'm fine, I'm all right, nothing much, all is well. These simple phrases go a really long way. And finally, teach them a variety of ways to say goodbye to someone. Bye, see you later, until next time, see you at five or whatever time, catch you later. Introductions and goodbyes can be easily incorporated into every single lesson starting with day one. Explain a bit, role play with someone in a class or with the new ASL student and practice for a few days before moving on to the next. The second thing your ESL beginners need to know is school objects and places. Now, there are a lot of school objects and many places in a school for someone new to remember. 
Therefore, sticking to the basics is really important. Look around your classroom. What do you see? That is what you teach your ESL newcomers. Simple, concrete nouns like a book, pen, desk, chair, whiteboard, notebook, Chromebook will suffice at the start. Words like protractor, microscope, and astrolab will come a little bit later. In order for the students to remember it better, show the objects as you say their names, of course, but also give them a sentence starter or two. For example, I have a pen. I see a book. I write in a notebook. I type on my Chromebook, etc. This would be a good time to introduce classroom commands also. Take out your pen, open your book, take notes, listen carefully. The thing is, is that this sounds very simple, but these are not just random words. The instructions and sentence starters also help students to begin to learn and slowly internalize the sentence structure of the English language. Finally, help your students express their basic needs. This means actually walking around the school with them, if at all possible, and showing where the nearest bathroom is, where the nurse's office is, and what a locker is. I don't know about your middle and high school, but my English learners are literally the most confused about the schedules. Different color days, different class times or classes each day, not to mention abbreviations like FACTS, Family and Consumer Science, or Tech Ed, Technology Education. Here's what you can do. Pick three items a day or every few days, Provide the words, say those words together, have them take you to a place or show you a picture of it and go from there. For example, the word bathroom, restroom, washroom, whichever is most widely used where you are, add a phrase. May I use the bathroom, restroom or washroom, please? Or even simpler, I need to go to the bathroom. Done. Teach simple verbs like eat, go, take, open, have, want, and need, and provide sentence frames for your students so they can express their basic needs. I'm going to eat, I take my book, I have a pencil, I need to sharpen my pencil, I need to see the nurse, I have a question. Teaching simple adjectives such as hungry, thirsty, hot, cold, tired, sleepy, and more will provide more tools for them to express their needs. These words work well with visual cards that represent those states and feelings, so having them handy will help your ESL newcomers as well. That is all for starters. EL beginners are overwhelmed with all they have to learn, and we teachers really want to help them to learn and know everything. But it takes small pieces every day, building on what they have learned the day before to start seeing the results. And that is all for today. Let's do a quick recap. There are three simple but really important items that we need to teach our ESL newcomers right away. Number one, introductions and goodbyes. Number two, school objects, subjects and places. Number three, expressing their basic needs. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I have something I would like to share with you. I have created a free checklist of the most important things to teach your English learners when they're just starting out. 
It includes 11 topics that guides you towards the most important information you can teach your EL newcomers right away. Those topics allow you to break the information down in bite-sized instruction, which is what our new English learners need, right? Keep this checklist as a reminder for both yourself and share it with classroom teachers. You can find the link to the checklist right in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful and will be able to implement at least one of the tips into your teaching. Before you go, I have a quick ask. Subscribe to the ESL Teaching Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And to celebrate the launch of the ESL Teaching Podcast, we are hosting a giveaway. We're giving away three $25 Teachers Pay Teachers gift cards and a grand prize of one one-year membership to the ESL Teaching Roadmap membership community. To enter, follow these steps. First, follow, rate, and write a review of your favorite episode on Apple Podcasts. Then, screenshot it before you submit, as it takes some time for it to appear in the feed, and email the screenshot to simplyyeva at gmail.com or direct message me on Instagram. As a bonus entry, share the screenshot of my podcast or your favorite episode on Instagram stories and tag me. The giveaway ends on January 25th, 2022. Again, thanks for listening and until next time.